0: life is like a now I know many of you the moment I said that you thought life is like a box of chocolates from the Forrest Gump movie in the 1990s when he was sitting on the bench and he said life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get do you realize that's a proverb that was a proverb that was taught to Forrest by his mama His mama taught him that proverb, life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're gonna get. When I think about my mama, and of course, up in New Brunswick, we didn't say the word mama, I had a mum. When I thought about my mum, I thought about a proverb, my mum is a quilter, she makes beautiful quilts. Life is like a quilt, and uh, you pick up a quilt, and the, the proverb that I think of for a quilt is, Pick up all of the pieces that God gives you, put them together with love, and from that emerges this beautiful quilt called life. Now that's a proverb as well. That's a proverb when I think about my mom and I think about the quilts that she uh, has put together over the years, that life really is uh, not just a box of chocolates. Life is like a quilt. And once again, that's a proverb. You realize that the book of Proverbs, it's like a quilt. The book of Proverbs is put together with all kinds of individual pieces. They are sayings uh, from King Solomon and a number of other wise people from the nation of Israel. And so all of these pieces were standalone. They were just like the pieces of a quilt. You put the quilt together from the pieces. Well, the book of Proverbs has all of these different sayings, and then they get assembled by the people of God, and they become this beautiful quilt of sayings that make up this book of wisdom called Proverbs. Now, every quilt has a thread, and the thread of the book of Proverbs uh, can be found in Proverbs 1. Proverbs 1 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Proverbs 9.10 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So in other words, the thread of life, according to Proverbs... What undergirds, what holds together the book of Proverbs, the purpose of the book of Proverbs is that we learn early reverence for God, the fear of the Lord. And that fear of the Lord, that's the thread that holds Proverbs together. But according to Proverbs, that's actually the thread that holds together all of life. It's the fear of the Lord, the reverence for God that undergirds our life, that holds everything together. The book of Ecclesiastes is another book of wisdom from the Bible, and the author of Ecclesiastes says this very early in the book. He says, life is meaningless under the sun, the S-U-N. Now when you think about the the book of Ecclesiastes or the book of Proverbs, what what the author is saying is that life as humans live their lives, as humans try to put life together, life is meaningless under the S-U-N. And under the S-U-N, that's where humans reign. That's where, uh, where we are in the realm that is not heaven, not where God is. But life under the S-O-N, that's when life begins to make sense. When we live our lives with the thread of the fear of the Lord. Now, not fear in a negative way, but fear being the reverence for God. When that undergirds everything, when that brings together the quilt Of life, then we know at that point that that's the thread that brings everything into this beautiful quilt. You can have a beautiful life. You can have a life that makes sense. Life will not make sense apart from the fear of the Lord. So, how do we put together our quilt of life? How do we put this together? The Book of Proverbs has the answer. In fact, I'm gonna. I'm going to read a passage from the book of Proverbs, and I'm also going to borrow from a recent book by a a guy named Patrick Lencioni. Patrick has written a book called The Ideal Team Member, and he has three words. I'm going to combine his three words with two verses from Proverbs, and it's all going to come together, and it's going to be the quilt of this message today for all of us. And so three words that i want to ask you to remember hungry humble smart now say those right where you are uh, wherever you are with your family when you're watching just say those words out loud together with me hungry humble smart when you remember those three words that will be the hook that will help you remember what it is we're learning today From the book of Proverbs the proverb is Proverbs 3 5 to 6 and the author says this hear the word of the Lord trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path that's the word of God and we are the people of God and so today, hungry, humble, smart, it comes together in those two verses, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, he will make your path straight. So the first part of this is hungry, trusting in the Lord with all your heart. That means just everything, wanting God to be the leader of your life. Everything in your life led by God. Trust in the Lord. Be hungry for God. It comes to the, to the issue of desire in your life. What is it that you really want? Where do you put your trust? What are you chasing in your life? Some people are chasing wealth. Some people are chasing fame. Some people, uh, they're chasing pleasure. And we chase these things in all kinds of ways and often we don't take time to just ask ourselves what do i really want where do i really put my trust do i put my trust in all these things that i'm chasing some of you today you've been chasing some things and you don't even know why you're hungry you don't even know what you're hungry for and proverbs says trust in the lord with all your heart be hungry for God. Put your desire in God first. We've got all kinds of human desires, but we need to submit those to God, to put those under the fear of the Lord, the reverence for God. So today, are you hungry for God? And if you're chasing something, do you know why you're chasing it? There's a phrase that uh, many of us have heard that all of us have a God-shaped void in our life. You have a part of your life that only God will fill. And once God fills that void, then other parts of life begin to make sense. Other pursuits in life begin to make sense. The relationships that you want, the job that you want, the uh, accomplishments that you want. All those things begin to make sense when you put God first. Be hungry for God. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Secondly today, be humble before God. Can you do that? That's the part that says lean not on your own understanding. That isn't easy. Because as humans, so often we want to run the show. We want to be the ones who are in charge. And God is saying, lean not on your own understanding. That requires humility because we think we know what we need. We think we know what it is that is going to bring us success. What it is is that's going to make the beautiful quilt in our life. We think we know. And God says, no, 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 no. Lean not on your own understanding. Recently, uh, many people who love sports were watching a documentary Uh, on Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls. And Michael Jordan won six championships with the Chicago Bulls. He won them with a coach named Phil Jackson. Before Phil Jackson got to Chicago, do you realize how many titles, how many championships in the pros that Michael Jordan had won? It was exactly zero. Nilch Nada. He had never won a championship. He was a superstar, but he never won a championship until Phil Jackson got to town. What was the difference? Michael submitted to the coaching of Phil Jackson. And after he submitted to the coaching, after Michael wasn't leaning on his own understanding, he won championship after championship after championship. I can't help but mention my favorite quarterback. Now he's gone to Tampa Bay, who knows what's gonna happen to TB12, to Tom Brady, but it's the same example. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback who has ever lived. They call him the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Tom Brady submitted to the coaching of Bill Belichick, and he's won Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. He's just one and one and one. But why? Because he was humble. All of their teammates said they humbled themselves. They weren't leaning on their own understanding. In your life, if you want to put together a beautiful quilt in your life, if you want your life to be successful, if you want your life to matter and to count, then I want to encourage you lean not on your own understanding lean on the on the understanding of God and finally smart hungry humble and thirdly smart acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths he will make your paths straight you need to be smart in your life listen I know so many smart young adults from uh, Centennial Road Church. It's been such a privilege over the years to watch them grow up. Uh, I know Anna, who's a young adult who's becoming a teacher. I know my daughter Caroline. My daughter's Caroline and Courtney. uh, Caroline becoming an occupational therapist and Courtney uh, working in public relations. Uh, We have a a guy named Ryan who's becoming a pharmacist. We have uh, a young woman named Rebecca who's becoming a doctor. We have Brett who's becoming an artist. And we have Megan who's becoming a criminologist. And just on and on it goes. Just incredibly smart young adults that have grown up from little children in this church and they are so smart, they are so bright, but if I had them right here, and I hope some of them are watching right now, if you in your life, if you wanna be smart, acknowledge God in all your ways. So what that means is that if you are a filmmaker like my friend Mitch, or if you are somebody who is uh, studying or is in real estate like my friend Emily, also part of this uh, beautiful mosaic of a congregation, part of this beautiful church, if, if you are doing those jobs, whatever job it is you do, you can do it better if you acknowledge him, if you acknowledge God, if you give everything to God. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. It's amazing when you acknowledge God, how God begins to lay out the road for you. So today, if you're confused in any part of your life, I would say acknowledge him. He will make your path straight. Hungry, humble, smart. Let me say this about our new pastor and his family that are coming to Centennial Road. They're going to be arriving in just about 10 days, and I'm praying every day for our new pastor. I'm so glad to have Pastor Jason as as my pastor. And he is hungry, he is humble, and he is smart because he trusts in the Lord with all his heart. He's not leaning on his own understanding. He knows a lot, and he's so knowledgeable about leading the missional church. And in all his ways, he acknowledges God. He's hungry, he's humble, he's smart, and I just, I'm just so thrilled that he's coming. But do you realize uh, that all of us as human, human beings, we're on the journey. There was one human being who acknowledged who was the living embodiment of the book of Proverbs. And of course, his name was Jesus. Jesus, when you take the book of Proverbs, and if you wanted to put a human being's uh, picture right there, it would be the picture of Jesus. That would be the living embodiment of Proverbs. Jesus was all wise. Jesus was hungry for God. He said in Matthew 5, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. That was Jesus. Jesus uh, was was hungry for God. He was humble before God. Philippians 2 says that Jesus uh, did not take on the nature of a servant. He wasn't trying to dominate. He took on the nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And so Jesus was humble before God. Even though he was the son of God, he was humble. And Jesus, of course, was the smartest person who ever lived. I want to read from Colossians 1, uh, beginning at verse 15, just a few verses for us. Jesus, the son, is the image of the invisible God so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Jesus, hungry, humble, smart, the living embodiment of the book of Proverbs. So today, you have a quilt that you are assembling in your life will you use the thread of the word of god will you use the thread of the fear of god the reverence for god will that undergird your life because if it will you will put together a beautiful beautiful quilt and that quilt will represent god and god's glory and that quilt will inspire all kinds of people you will have a better family you will have a better job you will have a better life you will have life eternal and even when the difficulties come and they will come even when the difficulties come you will know that being hungry for god humble before god and smart acknowledging god in all your ways is going to make a difference so how do we do it we follow jesus We follow the living embodiment of Proverbs. Dads, moms, young adults, seniors. Let me wrap this up. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray that the Holy Spirit of God would be speaking into your life. That you right now, through this prayer, would determine in your heart, wow, this makes a lot of sense. I want to follow Jesus Christ. I want to be part of this bigger family, this Sea Road family, and then bigger than that, this family of God all over the world. And so today, let me pray for you. Uh, While I pray, would you pray along with me? Would you take this moment right now to say, Jesus, I want to follow you. You're the living embodiment. You are the one who will lead me to make this beautiful life quilt. Let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for every person, every young adult, every child, every teen, every senior, every adult who's watching today. Thank you for each life. Thank you for this opportunity we have to follow you. Jesus, I commit my life to you. Jesus, I acknowledge you, I trust in you, Lord, with all my heart, I acknowledge you, and I'm not leaning on my own understanding right now. And I pray, Lord, that everybody praying along with me would join me in that beautiful, beautiful relationship that you have made available to us, this quilt of life that you have made possible through your word and through the Proverbs. I commit to follow Jesus. And now I pray for Centennial Road Church. Bless this beautiful church. Bless every family today. Bless every single. Bless every person. Allow them, Lord, to know they are loved, they are cherished, and they are yours. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.